Hello, I'm Aisha Khan and on today's update. The UAE announced 1,246 new cases of coronavirus, three deaths and 1,533 recoveries. There are over 145,000 tests carried out. Globally, there have now been over 78.6 million cases. A pair of Dubai frontline health workers were among the first group of residents to receive the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine after it arrived in the Emirate yesterday. Asha Susan Phillip, a nurse with Dubai Health Authority, and Shama Alalili, a Dubai ambulance worker, received the inoculation at the launch of an extensive campaign to protect the public against COVID-19. The first Pfizer vaccines will be administered to Emiratis and residents aged 60 and over, people with chronic diseases or disabilities, and frontline workers in sectors such as healthcare. The vaccine will not be given to people younger than 18. The vaccine is free and people who meet the criteria can book an appointment by calling the Dubai Health Authority hotline at 800-342. More than 4,000 hopefuls were whittled down to 14 as the UAE's hunt for its next two astronauts reached its final stage. Nine men and five women are vying for the coveted roles after a rigorous selection process that has taken more than a year. The remaining candidates will undergo an intense interview round that involves being questioned by Major Haza al-Mansouri, the first Emirati to travel into space, and Dr. Sultan al-Naidi, reserve astronaut for the landmark journey to the International Space Station. Those who pass the interview phase face a final evaluation process consisting of interviews by a committee of specialists at Mohammed bin Rashid Space Center before the two astronauts are chosen in January. UAE Minister of State for Foreign Affairs, Dr. Anwar Gargash, said there is a prevailing atmosphere in the region to solve the GCC crisis with possible talks on the cards to try to end the three-year rift between Qatar and its neighbours. He said on Twitter, The political and social atmosphere in the Gulf is looking to end the Qatar crisis and for the best method to guarantee Doha's commitment to any agreement that brings good for the region. He added, But Qatari media seems adamant on undermining any agreement. He described this as a strange and difficult phenomenon to explain. Dr. Gargash did not specify which media outlets he was referring to, but there has been significant speculation in Doha-based outlets in recent days about the content of a Gulf summit set for next month that is expected to look at ways to end the crisis. Kuwait announced last week that a six-member Gulf Cooperation Council will meet on January the 5th in Saudi Arabia, which has expressed its willingness to resolve the rift. US President Donald Trump issued another wave of pardons and sentence commutations for 29 people, including former campaign chairman Paul Manafort, associate Roger Stone, and Charles Kushner, the father of his son-in-law. The actions bring to 49 the number of people who Mr. Trump in the last two days has granted clemency either through pardons or sentence commutations. On Tuesday, Mr. Trump also pardoned four men who worked as security guards for Blackwater and had been convicted in crimes relating to the 2007 killing of Iraqi civilians. The actions are likely to prompt renewed criticism that Mr. Trump has used his pardon power to protect political allies and could spark concern that the President is undermining efforts at the Justice Department and the Pentagon to ensure cooperation with criminal investigations. Now over to Faisal Salah for what's trending. Trending on social media, Spotify have released a new feature that allows a bot to examine and judge your music taste based on the songs you frequently listen to. The new feature has allowed for many humorous reactions across social media. Also trending is the news that British model Stella Tennant has passed away at the age of 50. The cause of death has yet to be announced, 
and many are mourning the loss of the beloved fashion icon. Finally, Italian club AC Milan continue an incredible unbeaten run as they beat Lazio 3-2 in the Italian league. The Milan side are top of the league with zero losses and 10 wins from 14 matches. That's it for today's update. For more audio content, head to the podcast section of thenationalnews.com.